stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Quebecers, like all Canadians, are proud of living in a uh, free and just society. Uh, and I don't think uh, a lot of people feel that in a free society we should be legitimizing discrimination of our citizens based on religion. I think a liberal society based on, uh, on fundamental freedoms and, and openness uh, must always protect fundamental individual rights and should not in any way impede people from, uh, from expressing themselves and, and in any way infringing on those fundamental rights. So on this, Justin Trudeau and Andrew Scheer are in agreement, both raising concern about Bill 21. This is the CAQ's version of the so-called secular law in Quebec that uh, previous governments uh, have taken a stab at. Uh, this bill would essentially move to ban the wearing of religious symbols for public sector employees. That would include teachers, prosecutors, judges, police officers. But Quebec Premier Francois Legault says this time around his government's willing to show some compromise. On the grandfather clause, on the crucifix, in order to get as much support as possible. Because my goal is really to unite Quebecers. Merci. Look, we are a, a secular society, but can the state mandate secularism? Because it has to include pluralism. Secular does not mean the government takes a stand, but rather that the government be neutral and respect the freedom of religion of its citizens. So is this even necessary? Joining us to talk a bit more about all of this, very pleased to welcome to the program our friend Beryl Wiseman. He is publisher of The Metropolitan, editor-in-chief of The Suburban Newspaper Group, also founder and president of the Institute for Public Affairs of Montreal. Beryl, great to have you back with us here. Welcome to the program. Rob, always great to have you. I was speaking at the Manning Center Convention and Conference in Ottawa and mentioned your name to a few, uh, a few Calgarians. Yes, you were there with uh, my colleague Danielle Smith. Yes, as a matter of fact, on my panel. Yes, indeed. All right, so... Um, what do you make of, of this bill? Let's get your well, initial I'm impressions. Well, totally contrary. And uh, I talked about some of it on the weekend. Let, let's take a step back. This is not imposing secularism. We have had in the West a 250-year tradition of no religion where the intellectual character of a society is formed. It started with James Madison in America, who said the civic administration shall take no cognizance of religion. It went through almost every major Western country. Freedom of religion means freedom from religion. Mm -hmm. Now, in Canada, ever since multiculturalism was put into the Charter of Rights, we have had an increasing call on the state to accommodate religions, ethnic groups, diversity, to the point where our budgets are now 15 to 18 percent in some years going to fund multiculturalism and diversity when we as a country have been cautioned by the OECD, the Organization of Economic Cooperation and Development, that we are the worst in taking care of our seniors on Social Security because we don't have enough money. But money aside, however, people are getting very tired, for example, of seeing liberal MPs in particular, and some NDP MPs before every time they give a speech, saying that we are standing on one or another parts of native land. We get it. This has nothing to do with the monies paid to native people, right. Aboriginal nations, First Nations. But it's enough with 
the accommodation. We don't have to beat our chests and beat ourselves up every single time. So the only thing Bill 21 is saying is the same thing that Madison said, the same thing that Jean Juarez said in France, the same thing that Nicolas Sarkozy, the president of France, passed just 10 years ago. Where the intellectual character of a nation is formed, the legislature, the courts, public security, and public schools, there shall be no uh, visible signs of religiosity, period. Now, I, I want to go back a step because many of your listeners will remember Pauline Marois, the separatist premier's first charter of, 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 uh, of, of, lay, of right. lay charter. Now, that went very far because it extended to health care, which had nothing to do with where, you know, where we make our laws and where we produce mines. But she did it purposely to incite. Bill 21 has one problem. Now, and that problem is Premier Legault has said he won't remove the crucifix from the National Assembly until this week. This week, Montreal removed the crucifix from City Hall, and Legault said that after the bill is passed, he will remove the crucifix. Now, that crucifix was put in in 1936 in a deal between then Union Nationale, very right-wing premier, Maurice Duplessis and the Catholic Church, period of Duplessis' premiership of some 25 years has been called the Great Darkness, la Grande Noirceur. And it has no historical significance. It's not like the cross in Mount Royal that signifies Cartier and de Maisonneuve's crosses. That was a political deal. Uh, Bill 21 also does not call for the removal of overt religious symbols by, to, uh, of elected officials. And it'll have a grandfather clause. So in some respects, to my mind, if it excludes elected officials, it doesn't go far enough. We've got to get it through our minds that diversity is fine. Diversity and is a very compassionate way of applying law. But our values are not diversity. That's not a value. Our values are, quite rightly, as you said, pluralism, the basic freedoms. But that doesn't mean that a country has to bend backwards to everything. Because the logical extension of that is, well, then, if we take Christmas off for Christians, why don't we take Hanukkah off? What, which is not a religious holiday per se, but why don't we have Kwanzaa off? Why don't we have Diwali off? It, 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 it's never-ending. A country that doesn't stand for something will bend for anything. That's all this law is saying. Yeah. Uh, let's take the example of um, uh, a Sikh, uh, like, for example, Jagmeet Singh, who could at least theoretically be the next prime minister of Canada, leads, which is for now a major political party in, in Quebec. As you say, this would not apply to politicians, but is that to say that somebody like Jagmeet Singh could not be uh, a judge in Quebec, could not be a teacher in Quebec, could not be a police officer in Quebec? Uh, not under this law. Uh, just as there are Jewish politicians who wear, uh, who wear a kippah, uh, who would have to remove the head covering, just as Catholics will not have to be able to wear their crosses on top of their clothing. If you want to serve the public, serve the public. Religion should be a private... Uh, we've discussed this before. Uh, religion must be a private matter. I would, and you know that my opinion is I would go so far as uh, if a religious institution is doing charitable work, fine, it's a charity. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't ipso facto continue what in Quebec was a tradition started with the Catholic Church with massive tax credits just because somebody has a synagogue or a church or a mosque. It's a pri- it should be and must be a private matter. Nothing has stirred up more uh, friction in Western societies 
I'd say, in any society, than the issue of allowing religion into the public sphere, except perhaps outright racism, as you know, we saw in the, we saw in the American South for so long. It is this is not an it is not a response to an overwhelming crisis, other than that you consider that how far is Canada going to go in its idea of accommodation? Again, it's one thing to accommodate as a compassionate way of applying law. It's another thing to make the law itself accommodationist because there's not enough money to go around. There's not enough space in the public sphere to go around in terms of lawmaking if you consider every single uh, group and entity. We have 1.2 million Hindus in the country. We have 1.2 million uh, Chinese. I mean, do we? How far do we go? Do we accommodate everybody's religiosity. So this this law is drawing a line. Remember, in Quebec particularly, this is not an. Un, this should not be a surprise. The quiet revolution of the early 60s that brought Quebec out of the great darkness, as it was called, was also a great reaction against the Catholic Church. And that's why Quebec is also the most secular of all Canadian provinces. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read a statistic six months ago that 60% of all babies born in Quebec were born to single mothers. There is a, there's a rejection of the old establishments and the old orders. And I think Quebecers, as they're seeing a lot of the accommodations, are just saying, well, we're a different kind of society. But that feeling has its roots in the democracies of America and France and many other countries, the civic administration shall take no cognizance of religion, period. Yeah. It's interesting. It's the, new, the, the new government's prepared to, to address a, a matter that previous governments weren't, because it, it seems like a paradox where you have the secular nature of Quebec with a crucifix hanging in the National Assembly. But talk about what this, this current government is prepared to do with regard to, to that crucifix. Well, so with regard to that crucifix in the National Assembly, which, as I said before, was a political deal from Premier Duplessis of the right-wing Union Nationale in 1936 with the Church. It had no historic significance. And when Premier Legault introduced this legislation, he was asked about the crucifix, and he said, no, it's a matter of tradition. He didn't want to remove it. Well, he doesn't want to remove it. He's got no right to make this law. You don't remove it, don't make the law. Mm-hmm. Just this week, and we had it on the front page, the, uh, the the mayor of Montreal, City Hall uh, will be going under, undergoing renovations, including the City Hall Chamber, the City Council Chamber, and the crucifix will, will be removed, and the mayor announced it will not be brought back. It will go into a museum. Premier Legault was asked about that, and he said on Monday, I understand why the city is doing this. And it led to speculation that he would soften his approach on the crucifix in the National Assembly, which indeed he did later in the week and said once the 21 is passed, the crucifix would go. Without the crucifix going, the law would have no legitimacy. Right. Uh, so that it is, do you feel then that this not only has a legitimacy, but strikes a reasonable balance? I don't think it's a response to an urgent need. But, you know, we spent so much time in this country over the past 20 years of accommodating, 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 while we don't have the money or the attention focused on urgent issues like seniors' poverty, for example. 40% of seniors in our country are living in poverty. Uh, a variety of reasons, from high taxes to badly invested CPP funds. But, you know, when you're spending even 10% of your budget on funding multiculturalism and diversity, or at least funding it in the name of multiculturalism, really it's a cheap way to buy votes, maybe it's a time for somebody to say, okay, enough, all this stuff is private. 
You want to have your cultural clubs and your religious institutions? Great. No problem. Not on our dime. We have to handle the urgent matters first. And we're not doing it. What about the uh, notwithstanding clause? Uh, sounds as though the premier is prepared to invoke it if necessary. That's Should... the problem. I hate the notwithstanding clause. Uh, as I said this past weekend, for me, for the 1.1 million Anglo- non-Francophones in Quebec, the federal union ceased to be a source of protection of their civil rights because of the notwithstanding clause. Now, as you know, it's only been used once by Liberal Premier Bourassa, and that lawyers took it all the way to the United Nations Human Rights Commission, which which deemed it illegal, the notwithstanding clause. It's a bad thing to have. It was a bad thing in the Charter. It's something that the, the first Prime Minister Trudeau was forced to put in against every instinct that he had. It would be a very bad thing if Premier Legault used it. Uh, that will raise a whole... That would open the whole constitutional can of worms again. I think it would it would reflect on on the good faith that it was done with, um, and I really couldn't tell you how I how I feel about it. I I I, I hope there wouldn't be court challenge to this. I wish people would could accept it as a statement by a society of where it draws the line. But I have a feeling that using notwithstanding would be even worse uh, than not having the law itself. So, unfortunately, uh, welcome to Quebec and welcome yeah. to Canada. Well, yeah, much more to come on this, uh, Beryl. I'm sure we'll talk about it again, but appreciate making some time for us here today. Thanks so much for this. Always, Rob. All right, all the best to you. Take care. Uh, Beryl Wiseman, uh, he is the uh, founder and president of the Institute for Public Affairs of Montreal, also editor-in-chief of the Suburban, Quebec's largest English weekly newspaper, thesuburban.com. Our number here, 403-974-8255, 974-TALK. We are back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.